Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everyone. May God bless you this great day. Isn't it great to be alive and to serve God with all we have, to love Him and trust Him, trust Him with our lives, trust Him with our our means, trust Him with our families. Say, God, I want to honor you first and foremost. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for your truth, and thank you for leading us and guiding us. Lord, I pray that we make great decisions. Those listening today will make the best decisions they've ever made, and that is to honor you first and foremost in everything they do and say. Lord, open our hearts and minds as we listen to you and what you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I want to talk kind of about simple truth. You know, that's all we want in life. We just want simple truth. That is what the Bible is, simply God's truth, inspired words to help us walk through life each and every day to prepare us for the future, what we're going to face. If any of you by chance you know, read devotionals, there is a devotional, it's called Word for the Day, and I thought there's a very compelling thought uh, recently, and it was out of Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The biblical and Hebrew meaning in this tense is reverence. The reverence of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You know, I think it's so important in our lives that we reverence God. What is reverencing God? It is putting God first. So many people say they believe in Jesus, they have their faith and trust in Jesus, but yet you would not know it by their lifestyle. They don't honor God with their lives. They don't honor God with uh, being a part of the family of God. Out of Hebrews, says, do not forsake the assembly of gathering together. They do not honor God by giving them the first fruits of what God has blessed them with. But yet we want God's blessings. We want God's blessings, but yet we don't want to necessarily follow the Word of God. And so we'll start justifying different scriptures to get away from doing what God would have us do. Today, I just simply want to share the truth. I want to talk about the importance of God's will. I know it is a phrase used a lot. Are you living in God's will? Are you praying for God's will? Unfortunately, many times it has been trivialized, trivialized, I can't say that word, and for so many, it's taken too lightly. One thing will just fall into place. Oh, we're just, it'll all fall into place. We just, we just kind of live our life, Pastor. You need to be intentional about living your life. You need to be intentional about spending time with God, intentional about your great love for God. I've prayed for God's will so many times in my life, and the first time that I prayed with great urgency, really, and was looking for great direction was in 1979, when I had finally climbed the coaching ladder and landed a dream coaching job. Just at age 23-year-old man, I was chosen to coach uh, a team, a baseball team that was a high school uh, legion team. It defied the odds that I would get hired because they never hired coaches that close to the age of the boys. 
I was ecstatic as I had been coaching the younger teens in the Babe Ruth League for years and years, and and I knew the talent level of the Valley, and I was able to choose from a number of cities players. They'd come and try out, and it was, it was awesome. I was in coaching heaven. And then, then as I was in coaching heaven, about a week before the games were to begin, I got a call from Vancouver, Washington, asking me if I would consider moving and being a part of a church ministry and be the junior high youth program. It was a very large, thriving church, and they had a great senior high program, but they needed a strong junior high program. And I thought, what? Now? Are you kidding? I told them the opportunity I just was afforded. But I would pray about it for a week. I'd pray for about it for a solid week and let them know on the following Monday. This is when I first started seeking God's will like I'd never sought it before. I prayed diligently for a sign from God. My parents and I knew this ministry opportunity was unbelievable. It was it was probably the most recognized church in the Church of God movement, and certainly the most recognized on the West Coast, and they wanted me to come and be a part of that. But Man, I had had an unbelievable job the last five years, had successful coaching. And finally, something great opened up for me at a young age. Folks, I admit, I was torn. I was torn because I wanted to coach these kids because I knew a lot of them. I knew he'd be great. I knew he'd have a great, great season, and my career would start off wonderful. Not only did I really love my home life, but I also loved my, my parents, too. You know, I had the baby son syndrome. We pray. I didn't want to leave mom and dad. You know, I was 23 years old and I had such a great life. But we prayed diligently for a week. I mean diligently. By we, I mean my parents and me. I was certainly leaning to coach. But on the Sunday night, they had called a special meeting uh, to report to the city council about uh, the baseball program that was beginning. And, well, the story goes on. Something miraculous happened. My assistant coach, whose son played for me, and I knew him well, and uh, he was going to help me coach, and he didn't have a lot of time, and I got to know him. I got to share Jesus with him on a number of occasions and became friends with him, and at that meeting, he believed that I was supposed to go to Vancouver and coach that. It came out of the wild blue. He said, I'm telling you. It was an immediate flash of God before my eyes. I knew the unlikeliness of this happening, and I knew this was the will of God, thus sent my life in a new, complete direction that God ordained that eventually led me to Boise, Idaho, and now it's been 34 years. I knew that God wanted me to go to Vancouver, and for the nine years there, set me up for this life here in Boise. But this man took the team, and it was amazing that he said yes. Went on that year. The guys that I'd been working with and coached went on, won 35 games, had the best year ever. And I know I knew that would happen. And I was so proud of that happening. But I just, God led me in another direction. It was hard for me to give up. You know, when when God opens up doors for you and things look good and you, you think, oh, finally. But you know what? You got to follow God. And I am so glad I did. The path was set straight. Listen to Matthew 7, 21 through 23. You know, Jesus shared these words. You know them well. He says this, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. 
The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Well, I'm telling you this. I take the first verse mainly from this passage. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Yes, I loved sports. I started coaching at an early age of 18. I started coaching, and God prospered me through that coaching. Year after year, he prospered me. And great things happened. But through that time, I was also working with the youth group. I was also doing what I could for the kingdom of God. But only God the Father in heaven, he knows his plan for our lives, and he just wants us to say yes to him first. You know, that... Does that mean we should, do uh, you think this means we should seek God's will in our lives? Of course it does. He goes on to say, many will say, Lord, Lord, you know, I've done this in your name. Doesn't that count? Then Jesus will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. God cannot be fooled. He knows you inside out. He knows that maybe you do nice things for people. But in fact, you do not do his will. It's easy to stand up and say, I'm a Christian. But to live it day in and day out is a proof of who you are in him. Don't get me wrong. Not that you don't blow it sometimes, but that you are, but that you are so in tune with God that if you do make a poor decision, and if you are heading down a wrong path, the Holy Spirit of God lays it on your heart and you turn things around. My dad told me that growing up over and over. Son, if you get going the wrong direction, turn it around. If you get knocked down, get back up again. See, I pray we never fall into a lull and stop seeking God's will in our lives' decisions. Know where you stand. There should be no question at all where you stand with the Lord. If there is, if there is you can know. You can pray and God will give you discernment and help you as you trudge through life. In fact, right now, wherever you're at, I would just say a quick prayer. Our Heavenly Father, open the floodgates of heaven and help each of us to seek your will. Help each of us to follow your will. Help each of us to know where we're at with you. Lord, we need you. We need your presence. We need you to guide our lives. And Lord, maybe we don't know exactly where we're going. But, Lord, you do. You do. Lord, thank you for the direction you gave me years ago in 1979 to leave a comfortable Caldwell, Idaho, and go to Vancouver, Washington, where I didn't know only one or two people. And yet you opened the door for the next nine years, Lord. You helped me grow and learn. And, Lord, then you directed me to Boise, Idaho. Lord, I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. God, I help. I pray people will seek you, seek your will for their lives, even though there'll be some hard decisions that they'd pray about them. Thank you, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. God is anxious for you to put him first. God is anxious for you to honor him, to pray about his will for your life. Maybe he's looking for a change in your life. Maybe he's saying, you know, I know you've done this. Yes, I've blessed you, but now it's time to reach out. Now it's time to take a step out. Now it's time to take on a mission. Now it's time to get deeply involved with the church you go to. Now it's time to get to know your neighbors. What is it God's calling you to? Are you seeking it? I pray you'll seek it today.
that you will seek God's will and you will move forward. I'm going to finish this message tomorrow because I think it's so important that we touch on this the best way we can. May God bless you and lead you. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.